are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Seconds left, he's got the ball, he should have it. Isaiah hangs out of the ball, flips it up to the Raptors. Detroit is the city of champions again. Detroit Basketball! What's happening? Welcome to the Locked On Pistons podcast, your episode for Wednesday. November the 6th, and the Knicks are in town tonight, so let's get excited about that. This is your boy Matt Shook, the host of the Locked On Pistons podcast, a sports writer here in Detroit City covering the NBA for the Detroit News and Associated Press, a Pistons fan and follower my whole life, and a sports newspaper reporter for over a decade as well. Thanks for the listen. Thanks for spreading the word about the Locked On Pistons podcast. We appreciate you guys Doing that and, like I said, spreading the word all season long, all off-season long, big numbers, biggest month ever in, in October. We'll see if we can beat that in November. But uh, you got Thanksgiving holiday, so we're going to have to start strong, and that's why I'm on the mic late tonight. Today we're going to talk about the Knicks coming to town, the injuries that both teams are dealing with, especially with the Detroit Pistons. I'm also going to give you some extemporaneous thoughts on Detroit sports because I want to cruise through the podcast today, get some things off my chest. Uh, if you're not into Detroit sports and are just here for the Pistons. This might not be the episode for you after the first uh, segment or so. But later on, we'll switch back to the Pistons. We'll sandwich it a little bit, talk about something cool that the Pistons are doing today, and we're also going to hear from Andy in Ann Arbor about an interesting and uh, nice uh, story he has to tell about a recent game at Little Caesars Arena. But give me a follow on Twitter, by the way, at Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H, another underscore after that. Also the Locked on Pistons Twitter account, and check us out on Facebook at Lockdown Pistons Dash, Matt Shook. But just a heads up on what's going on with the, today's show. I was in the uh, the office with the Detroit News on election night. You know that the clerks from the counties get all those in really late. So it's now 1.48 in the morning, and I started to record this podcast. I had a long day with Mark D'Antonio at Michigan State. Came home, got a quick workout in, did vote, did my civic duty, and got my vote on. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a long day, so we're just going to kind of bust this out. i got to get to bed and then deal with uh, Matt Patricia and the Loser Lions all day tomorrow before taking in the Pistons and the Knicks, but just wanted to give you guys a rundown. So a little bit less research notes than usual, a little bit more off-the-cuff. Like I said, I'm I'm using my platform here on Lockdown Pistons to give some thoughts on some other teams in the state of Michigan and uh, some other stuff that's been eating at me. As the seasons, the the life of a Detroit sports fan has just reached uh, the absolute worst kind of uh, situation. So, gonna kind of get it off my chest a little bit today. But uh, first off, the Pistons, as you guys all want to hear about, three and five on the season, and now taking on the New York Knicks tonight. And that is a one and six New York Knicks team, coached by David Fisdale. Uh, the injury report is is the most important thing going into the season for both teams, uh, or the game for both teams. Because you've got uh, Blake Griffin out once again, according to the official injury report from Tuesday afternoon and evening. Derek Rose, Tim Frazier, Reggie Jackson, as we all know. Uh, Reggie Block, old friend, he will not be playing in the game tonight. Nor will Alfred Payton, who's out for this one. Uh, some questionable guys as well. And uh, yeah, just, just not the type of players that you're expecting to see. Dennis Smith Jr., is a, is a questionable one. He only played the first three games of the season. Unfortunately, uh, tragically, he lost his stepmother and has been uh, grieving with his family over that. We know that in addition to Reggie Bullock's injury that he suffered in the offseason, he also had a death in the family recently as his sister 
uh, was killed. And so just a, a tough situation for the New York Knicks personally right now. And obviously on the court, this is a really bad basketball team as well. Right now they're starting in every game so far this season. R.J. Barrett and Marcus Morris. you got the Twins reunion tonight. Julius Randle. They just went ahead and spent money on every single power forward free agent this past offseason, picking up guys like Bobby Portis and, uh, like I said, Marcus Morris and Julius Randle. Picked up all three of those guys. So they're starting Randall, Morris, and Barrett every game. It's been a mishmash of everyone else. Mitchell Robinson, talented young athletic center, has been getting the nod when he's been healthy. Uh, Peyton, when he's healthy, was starting a little bit. Uh, Frankie Neal Aquina is getting a lot of minutes for these guys. Uh, Igni, Iggy Brasdakis, Michigan player last year, was a second-round pick. He's only played in one game and only four minutes of one game so far. Old friend alert, another one with Wayne Ellington on this roster. He's played six games. So R.J. Barrett. The numbers look really good. What I've heard about R.J. Barrett so far has been pretty good. He's getting 18 points a game, six rebounds, and three assists. The highly picked rookie out of Duke, kind of the second fiddle to Zion Williamson, but uh, the Knicks ended up getting him. Marcus Morris is scoring the ball well, just under 18 points a game to start the year for David Fisdale. So, And Kevin Knox, of course, a sophomore player uh, out of Kentucky a couple years back. Real young 19-year-old last year, so kind of got a free pass for the rough year he had. After lighting it up at Summer League, everyone had a lot of buzz about Kevin Knox coming into the season. Alonzo Trier is a guy who had a lot of success against the Pistons last year. This is a weirdly kind of like a deep lineup. It's not a good lineup, but it's like kind of deep. Taj, Gib- Taj Gibson's at the end of this bench. Damian Dotson is out there as well. I mean, there's dudes on this team, they're just, none of them are very good. And uh, obviously they, they kind of gave those two-year deals looking ahead to the summer of 2021 and just kind of reset the franchise a little bit and we'll see what James Dolan, we know all about. This front office, it's Scott Perry, who used to be in the Pistons front office as well. And we know that the Pistons have injury woes and it sounds like the point guard shuffle is going to be a Bruce Brown, Luke Kennard type of thing, Svima Luke. Again, not a good scenario for the Pistons, but like this is the New York Knicks. You know, this is a Pistons team right now that is 0-3 against Eastern Conference teams that I project to be outside of the playoffs. Atlanta, and again, you could make an argument that Atlanta is a playoff team, and maybe 25 games in, we'll see about that. Obviously, the big news in the NBA uh, on Tuesday afternoon was that John Collins is going to miss 25 games because of a drug suspension for him. And uh, so the things are not looking up for the Atlanta Hawks right now. The Chicago Bulls are a complete trash fire, despite the fact that they've got a victory against uh, the Pistons right now. That's a team that's going to be outside the playoffs. The uh, Washington Wizards are a team outside the playoffs. Pistons 0-3 against crap teams. So this is a game that they've got to somehow make it happen. Andre Drummond, you know, Mitchell Robinson's a decent foe that he's going to be going up against, but this needs to be one of those games that he turns it on. Luke Kennard's got to be better than he was in the non-first quarter of the game Monday night. Again, uh, all the excuses in the world for the Pistons to be 3-5 and five right now. I'm not ripping on this team. Uh, we know that this team will be better when some of these guys get back. But this is one of those gut check games because you're looking ahead. You're looking at the uh, the sad situation of the roster and the injuries right now. And you say, look, we got to get wins whenever we can at this point. And if that means working hard and and playing our ass off to beat the New York Knicks at home just so we can salvage a win and uh, try to mitigate this the pain of the Blake Griffin injury and the uh, the rough injury luck to start the season, then that's what they're going to have to do. And that's the challenge for these guys. And if they are anything like a playoff team, if they're anything like a team that we're going to 
root for and believe in for this entire season. I think they can dig deep at home and beat the Knicks and beat them comfortably as well. So we'll see if that indeed happens with the Detroit Pistons and New York Knicks tonight. But up next, I'm going to talk a little bit extemporaneously about Detroit sports. But hey, you might already know this, but you know what my favorite part about this time of year is? It's not the sweater weather. It's not the leaves on the ground. It's the threes from downtown. That's right. For some, it's fall season. But the rest, for the rest of us, it is ball season. Pro and college ball tipping off. And there's no better way to feel part of the action than to have a stake in the game with mybookie.ag. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Either way, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. The NCAA is back in action. Tough loss for the Michigan State Spartans. Tough shooting at MSG, although the uh, Michigan Wolverines held on for a big win, the revenge game against the App State football program. But it's time to turn your attention away from carving pumpkins to the Spartans carving up defenses. Cassius Winston returning for his senior year to prove that he has the takes what to get to, uh, blah, 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 to the championship, to Michigan State. Use your basketball knowledge to prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. Do it because I'm staying up late to do this podcast for you, this free podcast. If you're thinking about gambling, which you should do, just gamble, live a little. Sign up for mybookie.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNBA. You play, you win, you get paid. Yes, sir! All right, you guys, a little bit later on, we are going to hear from Andy in Ann Arbor about a recent trip he made to Little Caesars Arena. I'm also going to tell you about something really cool that the Pistons are doing today that you should be aware of. Also, forgot to mention last segment, the Pistons and the Knicks, the line everywhere I'm looking is off the board right now. You cannot bet on the Pistons-Knicks, although I'm sure you could find someone that will take that bet for you. I know some guys if you're looking for some, so just get in touch with me there. Checking another betting site, no, nothing on mybookie.ag. Actually now seeing a couple of books that have the Pistons favored by one, despite the fact that they're home. Man, what a sad situation. And you get it. Uh, Blake Griffin, the no point guards thing. I get it. All the excuses in the world. But still, just show up, win this game tonight, or else maybe we'll uh, we'll yell and scream a little bit tomorrow. We won't actually do that. But uh, it's time. You know, it's time to, to dig deep on defense. And in a must-win situation, just like they had in game 82 last year at uh, Madison Square Garden on the road without Blake Griffin, they were able to dig deep and knock off a listless New York Knicks team. And I believe that this team should be able to do that tonight and recognize the urgency of the situation as well, given that uh, wins are so hard to come by, rightfully so, for this team in this situation right now. So this is one of those games that you just got to buckle down and make sure that you make it happen. Like I said, 0-3 up against bad teams so far this season. Uh, some thoughts about Detroit sports, just because – I got to get to bed, and I want to get some of these things off my uh, chest anyway. Like I said, I was in the office tonight the Detroit News. wasn't able to really watch the Michigan or Michigan State games. I was kind of aware that uh, Michigan was almost blowing that game. Uh, just uh, you, gotta, you need those guys who were freshmen last year, the Julius, the uh, Brandon Johns, Colin Castleton. Like all those guys have to really take a giant step forward for this team to be very good. Or Franz Wagner, whenever he comes back, has to really turn it up. 
and make it happen. Michigan State, uh, it's just kind of seems like one of those years where um, they come in and, and, and I know it's a little bit cliche, but the fact that Tom Izzo, when he comes in with these highly ranked great teams, it always seems like that that's some of the more disappointing teams. So I'm kind of already set up with, for that a little bit with the, the Josh Lankford injury situation coming in early. Cassius Winston, uh, a great player. We all love Cassius Winston, UAD Jesuit Cub, all that great stuff. But uh, what's the ceiling? Does, how does he take it to another level this year? And obviously you can see some probable improvements coming from guys like Xavier Tillman. But, uh, man, I, I just I like a Tom Izzo team that sneaks up on everybody. And, and, you know, I know it's a little bit cliche to talk about Michigan State basketball in these ways, but it would be nice to have them take some lumps early in the season, maybe get Josh Langford back. I don't know if that's going to be on the table with the, uh, the the injury he has once again with the foot. But uh, if he can get it, get it back and get it together, man, I got to tell you, uh, it would be nice to see a Tom Izzo team charge into March with the momentum as opposed to being the hunted once again. But uh, the Lions, this is a team that I spend a lot of time with in Allen Park, a lot of time watching, a lot of time reading everything, listening to all the podcasts out there, uh, interacting with players, interacting with coaches. I'm going to out myself right now, and I've done it before on this podcast before, but it was uh, a lot well before a lot of you guys were listening back in the early days of the show. I am a Jim Caldwell truther. I think that Jim Caldwell should not have been fired as coach of the Detroit Pistons. He didn't have a single bad season in four years with the Detroit Lions, one of the worst franchises in professional sports history. And uh, you just fired a guy who's been not only successful on the field, and I know that he's not ultimately successful on the field. We want to raise the bar. We want to win Super Bowls. We want to get to Super Bowls. We want to win freaking playoff games. I get it. I understand the angst. But I feel like if you're the coach of the Detroit damn Lions – you deserve to have one bad season before you get fired from that gig. Matt Patricia, all my Lions fans' friends told me this guy was going to be uh, the genius, the answer. Bob Quinn uh, comes from the Patriots organization. What a low-rent franchise the Detroit Lions have to be to just imitate the New England Patriots and, and get the, the fourth guy in their front office, the scouting guru, the young guy, Bob Quinn. This guy's drafts have been ridiculously bad. Uh, you know, the, the culture hasn't changed at all around the Detroit Lions. The team actually liked Jim Caldwell. I don't see that same kind of thing happening. Uh, you know, Matt Patricia, although he's had some games where he seems to have been able to scheme against very good teams like New England last year, even Kansas City this year in the loss. Uh, and I know that the Lions fans all feel like they got jobbed against Green Bay, and certainly that's true to some extent. But that embarrassment of a play call against the Oakland Raiders on the road on Sunday, to me, was just like the – because the, the early decent start for the Lions to me was, okay, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn are not going to get fired after this season. They earned themselves year three for Patricia, year five for Bob Quinn, just on that early start. I didn't believe that they're a playoff team still – but I think that they kind of earned it. Now, the tailspin that they've gone on, the fact that they've uh, taken that Green Bay loss and pretty much went into the toilet completely, uh, kind of punctuated by this Oakland Raiders loss, that ridiculous play call, the fact that that defense can't stop anybody. They trade Quandre Diggs because they want to get their guys in the locker room there, uh, don't get anything for them. And uh, a guy that they just extended before last season, a captain, a guy that's well-liked in the locker room. There's already dissent with the, the Darius Slay. You can see the writing on the wall that uh, Paul Pasqualoni will be the scapegoat for this this year. Darius Slay will probably get traded. Just a complete clown show up in Allen Park. And I, as a guy who 
was one of the only people that was on the Jim Caldwell shouldn't be fired train. Allow me to take a little bit of a victory lap about that right now. Uh, moving on from the Lions, how about the, the Tigers? Uh, and again, not good. Not good with the Tigers. Uh, I covered the minor league guys this year, got to know a lot of them. The system isn't really good at all, especially offensively. The you got to give Al Avila and his staff credit for decently hitting on some first-round draft picks these past few years, although we know that pitching prospects, that's a tenuous situation. I don't feel very confident that you know Casey Mize and Matt Manning and Alex Fajardo and Tariq Skubal, Like I don't think all of these guys are Tarek Skubal, by the way. I fell into the trap of calling him Tariq, but it's Tarek. It's pronounced Tarek. Something to keep in mind so you sound like a, a smart Detroit sports fan incorrectly pronouncing Tarek Skubal's name rhyming like Derek. But anyway, just uh, I don't see this happening with the Detroit Tigers and Al Avila. Uh, the, the hitting organizationally is just a disaster right now. Uh, it really is. And uh, it, there's just not a lot of hope right now. As someone who went to probably about 40 Tigers games this year and sat at Comerica Park, there's really no talent on this major league roster right now. And uh, pitching prospects, like I said, a little bit too tenuous for my liking. Uh, Riley Green is a nice uh, ray of hope. Isaac Paredes, also a nice ray of hope, but uh, just don't see enough tools there. Red Wings, seems like uh, Jeff Blashill is probably not long for that job right now. I don't watch the Red Wings night in and night out. Hockey's number four for me on the list. I am going to the game on Friday night to see them play the Bruins. Lost 11 of 12 right now, a complete disaster after starting off two or three, four games, especially Anthony Mantha on fire at the beginning of the season. Anxious to see what this team looked like on Friday night, covering that one for the Detroit News against the Bruins. And uh, Stevie Y, he's got carte blanche right now. He can do what he wants. I would hope and kind of uh, believe that uh, they kind of go with Blaschel for the entire season unless this thing continues to kind of go in the tank like it is. But, uh, yeah, that's just some of my thoughts. Mark D'Antonio, I told people in uh, off-the-record friendly conversations with friends of mine that I thought this would be D'Antonio's last year, and uh, certainly it's proving out to be almost certainly that at this point. And, uh, hey, Michigan football fans, congratulations for possibly turning the corner for like maybe the fifth or sixth time in the Jim Harbaugh era, but nice wins. Uh, a couple nice showings lately, and uh, hopefully they can provide a little bit of a bright spot and maybe even give the Ohio State Buckeyes a run for their money. Number one team in the rankings, certainly the, that uh, most of us believe that's going to be about a three-touchdown victory for Ohio State. That team looks like a juggernaut, but who knows? Maybe you can believe in the Michigan Wolverines going forward. So that's kind of my, my little rant about Detroit sports there, but uh, hey, Something else I want to tell you about is Indochino. We've been telling you about it for a while, but it's the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering Locked On at checkout. Up next, I'm going to tell you about something really cool, Veterans Day theme that the Pistons are doing on Wednesday. And also we're going to hear from Andy and Ann Arbor to close the show here on the Locked On Pistons podcast. That's up next, your team every day. All right, and as we close today, I'm going to tell you about Hoops for Troops, which is going on today at Little Caesars Arena, Detroit Pistons Hoops for Troops, really cool event that they do, a hiring-slash-resource event presented by Oakland University coming up from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The Pistons will host the fourth annual Hoops for Troops hiring resource event at LCA. Local veterans and active-duty military members can interact with over 100 companies and organizations at the event. Throughout the day, corporate recruiters will be discussing employment opportunities 
and governmental and nonprofit agencies will be providing information about benefits and resources for military slash veteran families. Very important stuff, obviously, but what I'm more interested in is, is the Battle of the Branches basketball tournament from 2 to 345. Members of all five branches of military will have the opportunity to play against each other on the Pistons court at LCA, the Battle of the Branches. I'm interested to hear who wins that there. But at the game tonight, if you're going – the Hoops for Troops game, officially 7 o'clock game. It's going to feature an Army veteran singing the national anthem, some military recognitions as well, a game ball presentation by the highest-ranked military officer in Michigan, and a halftime show by the Army's silent drill team. The Pistons are distributing over 1,000 tickets to veterans, active-duty military, and their families. Look for our heroes in uniform tonight. Say what up to them. Say thank you for your service. And if you are one of those veterans, hear me now. It's Matt Shook of the Lockdown Pistons podcast saying thank you for your service. Enjoy the game tonight, and hopefully the Pistons can get a, a win. And if you're a Knicks fan, try to keep silent there at Little Caesars Arena. I know there's Knicks fans all over the country. Disappointed ones. Sorry about your luck, but uh, tonight should be the Pistons tonight. Got to bounce back, get back close Two five hundred. So hoops for troops. Kudos to the Pistons for putting together this event right around Veterans Day. And like I said, thanks to everyone for your service. We're going to close the show here with Andy from Ann Arbor telling you about a recent trip to the Little Caesars Arena. But give me a follow on Twitter at Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H, another underscore for that. Also the Locked on Pistons Twitter account. And check us out on Facebook at Locked on Pistons dash Matt Shook. Uh, I'm going to let Andy play us off, and we'll outro the music after that. And, uh, hey, thanks to you guys for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Full show, recapping, Knicks versus Pistons, and hopefully the team gets a win, and uh, we can have interesting things to talk about on tomorrow's show. Talk to you guys later. Hey, Matt, this is Andy from Ann Arbor. I guess we are two ships passing in the night on Saturday as you were coming out in my neck of the woods to cover the Michigan football game, and I was headed down to Detroit to take in the Pistons game uh, with my family. I wanted to call and mention that uh, to anybody who's considering going to a game, it's really a wonderful experience from a family perspective. My wife and my daughter came. They had a blast. Everybody that was there working at the arena was super nice, very accommodating. Um, We had some pretty cheap seats up in the Labatt's area. But it was still really great. Got to see a uh, really nice sight line of the game. Um, giant video board basically right in front of us. So uh, we all had a great time um, as far as the game itself is concerned. The less said about the third quarter, the better. Um, I know that Mark, or that Marquise Morris had a nice game statistically. I Every time he touched the ball, I wanted him to get rid of it as soon as, he, as, soon as it hit his hands. I just don't trust him at all. Uh, Tony Snell was also just really bad. Um, Not a lot to like from some of the new players on the team this year. Um, Hopefully it gets better. Anyway, love the show.